Welcome to a windy Ocean City, New Jersey, where I'm recording the intro to our Sports Luck 2020 Fantasy Football Show this year. We originally planned to have two parts of the show, but recording the first four rounds for our auction draft turned to be more of a fiasco than we thought. Instead, we will be discussing our rosters for the two leagues that we are in and having a broader discussion of who we think will break out in fantasy this year. For all of that being said, we hope you enjoy. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the second part of our Sports Luck 2020 Fantasy Football Podcast. Uh, it's just Jason and Noah this time. Uh, like the first time, Mike wasn't on, so we are going to try to keep it the same thing. We're going to have Mike on for the NFL Preview Podcast, so don't worry about that. We are planning on, I think this is kind of the plan for what we want to do in the second part, so with you guys having listened to kind of the first part of what we did for the auction draft we are in two different leagues all four of us are in two different leagues together so we're going to go over um each of us each of the three of us that are here are going to go over our teams that we drafted in both our auction league and in our snake league and then we are also going to go over mike's uh picks in both of those leagues so who wants to start so we're going to start with our uh with our auction league uh graciously known as we hate mike lynch uh, just to you know, you know, just to just to add some uh, some rubbing alcohol onto the um, onto the uh, you know onto the wound. Who wants to talk about their league first or their team first? I'll start, I guess. Okay. No, also, that's a kinder name than uh, in me and Jason's dynasty league that Michael Lynch and Alex were kicked from for not paying their league fees or setting the lineup. So there was there was harsher. yeah there were there were some things that happened in that league. I'm not going to go over it, but basically, I drafted for Mike. Yeah. Mike, Mike is kind of flaky with time because he travels the world. Basically. Yeah, yeah, right, but it's so, fine. We're not we're not here to we're not here to get angry at him. So the way this auction league worked, it's a it's a one QB super flex league with three starting running back slots, three starting wideouts, a tight end, and two flex, and a defense. No kicker because kickers get no love anymore. Uh, but my yeah. team, I felt I spent a lot of money at first. I. It's kind of a joke during uh, the draft that auction draft that I had no money for after like pick like seventy because I just spent all my money on running backs because this, this year is, is so deep at wideouts you can get a uh, wideout like in the later rounds and still be good. Uh, so my QB starting QB is Dak Prescott. Uh, he threw for almost five thousand yards last year. Mike McCarthy's going to keep that passing offense. So a good QB. I also got Matt Ryan another. Good QB, and I got a young guy on the bench, uh, Dwayne Haskins. You never know with second-year QBs. They either make a big jump or they suck. They could be Mitch Abisky, or they could be, uh, what's it called, uh, Carson Wentz in year two. Uh, and then my running backs, which I invested heavy in, is uh, CHE, Clyde Woods Hilaire, uh, who's uh, a rookie, though, so you should temper expectations a little bit, going too high in some leagues. But because this is an auction draft, I was I just went heavy running back. And after that, Joe Mixon, who just signed a big extension with Cincinnati that helps his long-term value for those who follow in Dynasty. Uh, Miles Sanders, who is dealing with a hamstring injury that you should monitor. Uh, just some injury updates by Noah. Uh, and Austin Eckler, who I spent the remaining of my budget on uh, just to go for four really good RBs. Also have Dale Williams, uh, the handcuff to Edward Solaire. Uh, and then I only have one really good wideout in Amari Cooper. Then it's like Steven Sims and Paris Campbell. Shout out to Steven Sims and Paris Campbell, two of my sleepers for this year. Uh, and then tight end, I have like uh, the Dallas God and Eric Ebron. Eric Ebron's another good sleeper to have because he's expecting a big role 
at least a third option in that Pittsburgh Steelers offense. If Big Ben's okay, that offense will be really good, and Ebron should be get a lot of touchdowns. Besides, it's the standard bench with some wideouts. Uh, Joshua Kelly, someone in the monitor from the Chargers. Uh, and if, uh, but, yeah, you should also diversify your handcuffs. That's a good strategy because it increases your chance of winning, especially in deeper leagues. All right. Jason, do you want to go next or do you want me to go next? I'll go. All right. So my team name is uh, Mike Lindell's My Pillow. Yeah. We're not going to oh, go into that. I, I really <laughs> wait, should I go? Wait, wait. Uh, so I'm the persecuted yet graceful hashtag martyr. Gotta love Sam Hinky. <laughs> anyway, Mike Lindell's My Pillow. Basically, my strategy was to go spend like a lot of my money early on. So Noah said he spent a lot of his money early on. I did so even more so. I spent on the first two players in the draft, which were Christian McCaffrey and Michael Thomas, who were the best running back and wide receiver last year for fantasy football. And I kind of built my team around those two. Uh, Anyway, my starting QB is Cam Newton of the New England Patriots. I think that Cam, I don't know how great he'll be, but he can run a bit. He can... We all know, which is good for fantasy football. Um, you got seven good games of Cam. Yeah, I, I think he could be okay. Like, I don't know how great he's going to be, but I think he'll be at least okay. He's a serviceable starter, I think. Running back, Christian uh, uh, McCaffrey, as I said. Um, my other two running backs are Leonard Fournette, recently signed by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So it'll be interesting how that plays out between him and Ronald Jones and LaShawn McCoy and uh, the guy they just drafted. I, can't remember his name at the moment. Uh, Vaughn, I think his name is. Uh, and then I, for Fournette, though, I Keyshawn think. Keyshawn Vaughn. Yeah, Keyshawn Vaughn. I think He's not going to play much this year, though. Special think, teams only. I think Jones is going to get a lot of the carries early on until Fournette gets more acclimated through the first two or three weeks. But after that, it's going to become Fournette's team mostly for running the ball. Um, and then Jordan Howard is my third running back, who's going to take a lot of the carries in Miami along with Matt Breida. I think Howard's listed as the number one back right now, though, and I think he will be the one that gets most of the carries. Uh, At wide receiver, as I said, I have Michael Thomas. I have DK Metcalf, who I think is a big sleeper for Seattle this year. I really like Seattle going into this year, especially their offense and passing attack. Wait, do you consider, I don't even consider Metcalf as a sleeper anymore. He's like going for uh, He's nuts. definitely not a sleeper. He goes with like, I, I guess like he's like. All right, I consider him a sleeper because I think he's going to be like a low end one, high end two wide receiver. Yeah, he's going as like a RB or wide out uh, two, mid wide out two. So I guess he can rise a little bit. I, his ceiling's right, really I high. think he might be a little bit better than some people are saying. That's all I mean. Um, and then and then I have from the Jacksonville Jaguars, who are probably going to be the worst team in the league, DJ Chark. But DJ Chark is a pretty good wide receiver, as he showed last year. Love DJ Chark. And my tight end, uh, George Kittle from San Francisco. And then my two flexes, Hollywood Brown from the Baltimore Ravens, who I think could take a jump in year two as one of Lamar Jackson's potential favorite targets. And Julian Edelman, who a lot of people are down on this year, who I think might still have a decent year. He's in one of my flex spots. And then my offensive player is Teddy Bridgewater. And in the defense special teams slot, I took the Patriots D special teams, which lost a lot of key pieces from last year, but were easily the number one unit last year. So we'll see what happens there. All right. So is that all of your team? Yeah. Oh, that's the starters. I mean, I think that's what we're doing. Yeah. Okay. So my team is uh, it's called Muck Like Finch. Um, you, you can switch those letters around and create what 
what it what what that means. Uh, so my team, I didn't re- I don't like auction drafts, so I just kind of built what I could with it. I think I built a decent team. You you know the uh, uh, the sports luck fandom can let me know if I if I bombed or not. Uh, so starting at QB, I wanted to make sure I get a good quarterback, so I drafted Russell Wilson. Um, spent a decent chunk of money on him, but I thought it was worth it. Uh, uh, my three running back spots, I went with uh, Aaron Jones, starting running back out of Green Bay. He He's my best running back out of the bunch by a long shot. Um, then I also have Mark Ingram out of Baltimore and David Montgomery out of Chicago. I think they're both going to do well. I think Ingram's going to – Ingram's really blossomed, in my opinion, in his role uh, with the Ravens, and I think he's only going to get better. Plus, he can receive, which is really good. Um uh, so for wide receiver, I, I I usually pride myself on my wide receivers. I mean, you can you can tell me whether these are good or not good. Uh, so my wide receivers. So I got um, DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, you know, just poor man get paid out of um uh, out, out of Arizona. Dude's getting big money now. Um, you know, he should be good, and he he should he should be worth the money. Or um, uh, obviously with uh, with Murray as QB. Um, I went with my Maryland boy, DJ Moore, out of Carolina as my second wideout. Uh, I love DJ Moore. Had a really, really good year last year. So expecting him to do really well this year. Obviously, went to the best university in the world, so why wouldn't I pick him? Uh, third wideout, Tyler Lockett. Should be Seattle's number one or number two, depending on where you want to go with Metcalf. Um, should get a lot of yards. Has been uh, Wilson's number one for a couple years now. Uh, uh, my tight end. Uh, a starting tight end, I have Mark Andrews out of Baltimore. Uh, was one of the best tight ends in the um, in the you know low key one of the best tight ends in the in the league last year. Uh, my two flexes, I have Mike Gesicki, um, tight end out of Miami, should get a lot of touches this year. Should be Miami's number one and should get a lot depending on how Miami's quarterback situation is. Obviously, obviously it's going to be a little bit weird with with Fitzpatrick and or Tua. I don't think is that good but you know all these Alabama fans are going to come at me if I don't say otherwise uh and then AJ Brown uh wide receiver out of Tennessee should should be putting up some good numbers I don't know how good Tannehill is going to be but I'm expecting him to put up some good numbers uh my other QB was uh Kirk uh you like that Cousins out of uh out of Minnesota um has been a really consistent quarterback throwing over 4,000 yards I mean I'm not expecting him to go in some Super Bowl run because he can't perform in big games but I mean he's going to put up points for me which is the most important thing and then uh, to round everything out, my third Baltimore uh, thing on this roster, the Baltimore Ravens defense, um, I've picked. Uh, I think that they're still really good, even without, uh, even with the departure of uh, why can't I think of his name at the at the current point? The guy that they Earl just Thomas. Played. Yeah, Earl Thomas. Well, he wasn't. He's not that good anymore. He's, he's a little old. But still, I know. But still, no, it is, no, it is still, a loss. He's still a good player. He was he pretty is. bad last year. But yeah, good. that's. But yeah, that's my team. And then let's go to Mike's uh, Mike's team. All right. So, so all right. Do you want to do his? All right. Yes. Yeah. Do you have his upper uh, right now? I can pull it up. I can go look it up quickly. All right. Uh, his his name is the Diamond Beach C3POs because um, uh, he likes to go down to Diamond Beach in Florida. So I have his I have his team pulled up no, right Dim- now. Diamond Beach is New Jersey. Oh yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. He yeah he has places in in. Mike, Mike, Mike goes all around, but Diamond Beach is in, is in New Jersey. It's right outside of um, – or a little bit south of North Wildwood. So, but I do have his roster up right now. So, um, uh, his two quarterbacks. So, he's, he's a little bit um, – he's a Giants fan, so I think he went a little bit Giants uh, heavy in this. Um, not, not too bad, but I think he, he got some good pickups. Uh, so, his two QBs, uh, Drew Brees and uh, Danny Dimes, Daniel Jones – 
um, who I don't think is that good. Um, he's definitely not worth the number six pick in the draft, but you, you never know. Uh, let's see. Um, his running backs, as he has right now on his roster, he has Saquon Barkley out of the Giants, Josh Jacobs out of um, uh, the Raiders, and Duke Johnson out of Houston. Uh, really like Barkley and Jacobs. think those are both uh, really good pickups, and I think that Jacobs is going to be even better than he was last year. Uh, Johnson's going to be an interesting thing, but let's see what will happen there. Um, his three starting wideouts, he has Stefan Diggs, uh, again, went to the greatest university in the world, University of Maryland. Um, should be Buffalo's number one. Uh, Josh Allen is a little bit skeptical of a QB in terms of his accuracy. Let's see how he does. Uh, Kenny Galladay out of Detroit, and then Cooper Cup out of the um, uh, in, in LA with the Rams. Now uh, the team with the worst jerseys in the league, uh, undoubtedly, no question. Other than maybe the the Falcons, but you know you're 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 pushing a lot there. Uh, his tight end. He has Evan Ingram out of the Giants is a good pickup. And then his other two, um, so his two flexes right now, Brandon Cooks um, uh, with the Texans and Marvin Jones with Detroit, putting a lot of faith in the Detroit receivers. Um, even though Stafford has been a very reliable QB, I also think that, you know, they've done literally nothing as a franchise uh, because Detroit sports are just really bad. And then his defense is the 49ers defense, which I really like. Um, obviously, 49ers came up short in the Super Bowl last year, but we should expect some good things out of them. So how are we feeling about – so these four rosters that we have um, of, you know, of, of the four horsemen, whose, whose rosters do we like the most? I know we can be biased and stuff like that, but uh, who's – out of these four rosters, who do we like the most? I like my running back win title. Here. here. I, I mean, I think most of us are going to like our own teams the best, so – Say who you think is the second best. So out of the other three people, who you think is the best? I think I really like Mike's running back and wide receiver core. I don't know how I feel about Breeze and Jones, but I like his running back and wide receiver core. I like yours, Alex. I think you have some solid running back potential and wide receiver potential. I'm, I'm skeptical about my running backs, but I appreciate that. Noah? Uh, I, I'll go, I'll go, I only I'll go support my team. Okay so, okay, so Noah's, so Noah's a Definitely home. not Jason's team. Uh, do not, not a fan of Jason's team. <laughs> you, uh, I don't like the fact that you have two KC guys there. I know that they're both going to put up points. And, and you're probably that's only for this week. That's only for this week. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know, but you're putting a lot of faith in two KC guys there. Noah doesn't like that. Noah probably doesn't like that I got the two best players in fantasy football. No, oh, oh I, I like the fact that you got good. McCaffrey and Thomas. I know that they kind of – I would have – But I don't like no, all the Washington guys. What? What's your team's name again? Uh, Muck like Finch. You, Noah has three too many Washington guys because no one should have anyone from the Washington football Why? team. Why? It's a this year. sleeper offense, okay? Don't pass any Washington. No, no, they're not. No, they're a sleeper nothing. Look at the Rams. Daniel Snyder is the worst owner in, the, in, in professional I think Noah's – honestly, I think Noah's team is the worst team out of any of the teams that we said. Honestly, I do. He has running backs win titles. I, I don't like. I don't like your running back. Mi- Mixon, Mixon is way too overhyped. He is, and I especially don't like his wide receiver depth. He has Cooper. Wait, how do you not like my running back there. depth though? What are you talking about? I have, I have four running back twos. I don't. At least. Yeah, but okay. I like your. I like your I like of Sanders I like and Eckler and Edwards Hilaire. All three of those are really good, but I think Mixon is overrated. So yeah, me, yeah Mixon's been overrated for years Mixon's now. A stud. I, I, no, I was looking not. at Mixon and Williams and your two running back spots. Well, no, Williams is like starting this week. He's only in that slot because they play Thursday. 
That's all. I'm starting Mick uh, Williams over Dallas Goddard. So like yeah, Williams is not going to start every week. I don't know. Your wide receivers really, really worry me. Oh, hey, Steven Sims and Paris Campbell, wide receiver threes this year, calling it. Other than I know, but other than Cooper, those if you're saying that they're wide receiver threes, that's not something that you should be like, oh my god, they're wide receiver threes. Like you. Well, kinda, I mean, the wide receiver threes aren't that much different than wide receiver twos in scoring. I, yeah. I know, but I, I know, but you put yourself into a you 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 put yourself into a corner when you did that because like if you compare yours to um you know for example to mine, I have Hopkins who's a wide receiver one, I have Moore who's a wide receiver one. I have Brown, who's a wide receiver one. Lockett, who's a wide receiver one. Like, like you're – as in, like, the quality seems to be not the best. I Maybe maybe I'm pushing it with Brown, but I will say that at least three of those four guys are wide receiver ones. I don't know. It's uh, standard. So, I don't think wide receivers are that much more. Okay. I, I, I do tend to pride myself a lot right, on so wide no receivers. All right. No one doesn't like anyone's team except his own. Yes. That's, that's the way it should be. But I respect that. I respect it. No, he's totally fake. I'm not hey, fake. Hey, hey, we're not here to bash people, but why yeah, don't we I'm, go I'm to not, I'm just not fans of your teams. I feel like they don't have enough running back depth. I've done these leagues before. You need a lot of running back depth to be good. That That's fine. So Watch now will be the worst team in the league. Hey, 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 we're not here to argue, but let's go over to our other league, our Snake Direct League, which is called Jason Snake Che, I'm assuming because Jason's a snake because he keeps moving places. I, I don't really know exactly where the name is. He, he likes from. to slither back and forth. Yeah, yeah, maybe that's what it is. But, I mean, that's more of Mike than anyone else. Uh, who, Noah, do you want to go first here and we can just do the order the same way that we did before? Uh, or, or do you want to flip it? Go first, actually. It's, na- it's named after Jason, so you should go first. Okay, okay, that's fine. Okay, we can go Jason, me, and then you to finish it off because, because you, were, right. you were the one to start it off. All right, I'll go ahead. My QB, Dak Prescott. I think that the Cowboys offense is going to be really good. I mean, they were really good last year with, like, yards and stuff. They just – I don't know. They were a weird team last year. I, I don't even know what to say. About On the, the note of Dak year. Prescott, though, can we please normalize talking about mental health? Like, I know that I'm going to talk uh, yeah, about that in the NFL Bayless, thing. Skip bad take. Yeah, Skip Bayless is not a smart human being, and he made a really, really bad take. I know <laughs> we're going to talk Skip about Bayless. that. Like, we – as someone who suffered with mental health many of time before, we, I, I always thought mental health was skeptical and I always thought therapy was skeptical and I always thought all this stuff was skeptical. But if you don't do anything about it, then you're just going to get worse. So please can Wait, you normalize that stuff. Skip was basically like no sympathy. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Because he was like, oh, the quarterback is like the most leadership role of like any position in sports. And I'm like, that's, okay, but like if your brother committed suicide and died, then like wouldn't you true. go through something? Yeah, that's probably why Skip's not with ESPN anymore. So, like, yeah, I that's, topic. you know, that's that, that, that might be. Well, I mean, that might be. I think was one paid him a bunch of money. But. but yeah, no. Okay. Sorry. So, Jason, Jason, finish it All off. Right. Dak Prescott, my QB. Running back, uh, Noah said he's going too high. I disagree. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is my number one running uh, one, back. This is a PPR league, by the way. So he does have more value in PPR than standard. Uh, my number two running back is also like a 1A. It's Josh Jacobs from the Las Vegas Raiders. Ew. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> Adam Thielen, who I absolutely love. I think Thielen is one of the best wide receivers in football. Underrated. Mm-hmm. We can go over our entire roster here because at least these, you know, these rosters seem to be a little bit more stacked, if you want to call them. 
I don't know. What do you want to do? I'm fine with Vikings. just going over the entire. I'm I'm fine with just going over the the entire roster here instead of the other one because at least with this one it's a little bit more like like there's it, more players and we can talk about them too. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's true because no one wants to talk about Anthony oh, McFarland Jr. as much as I love him. Wait, Jason. The one thing I have about Edwards Hilaire going back to him real quick it's just because he's a rookie. And for, like, pass protection, he might take him out a little bit. He's going to be still really good. I'm just not drafting him, like, like, as a top six back. He could do that. I wouldn't be surprised if he's RB, like, two or even one. It's just there's some risk because you don't want to get Mahomes injured. And I feel like Reed's going to try to protect Mahomes because without Mahomes, it's a lot worse. Matt Moore's no Patrick Mahomes. Uh, no, I think no they Patrick have a new backup now. They have Dale Williams. No, no, no. It's QB back. I'm going to get rid of Matt Moore. Even then, no, I, I don't think you had Mahomes is so yeah, much well, better yeah. than most okay, QBs. Anyway. So anyway, all right. So I had Prescott, Edwards, Hilaire, Jacobs, Thielen, and then my wide receiver too was Cortland Sutton. I do want to mention something about Sutton. Sorry to interrupt you, Jason. Yeah. He did just get injured today in okay. practice. He is at AC joint spain, so that, oh. that's uh, it wasn't a tough grade. He might miss like a week or two. Uh, or he might even play, so that's something to monitor. Yeah, yeah, but that might spike up later. You got to watch out for that stuff. Yeah. That stuff yeah, is that's not something to do. That stuff lingers. No, it says right now he's day-to-day, but, you know, we'll see what happens. But yeah, he just got MRI. It's uh, it's it, He'll probably miss Monday. I don't know about the next yeah, week. I could see him missing, like, one or two weeks. Yeah. Someone to move maybe your flex line, flex yeah. block, because he does play on Monday today, and this is supposed to be for Monday. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I do like his potential now. And then my tight end, I also like his potential is Hayden Hurst. Massive potential. Taking that Austin Hooper role. You have way too much for him. But he's replacing Austin Hooper in the tech in the Falcons offense. So I think Austin Hooper was like the number one. One, he was, yeah, he's number one in fantasy until he got yeah. hurt. Okay, he was number one in fantasy. Now his role is going to be huge for a tight end. Did, did he get. Hooper got hurt last year? Hooper got hurt, yeah. See, I think he only played like 11 to 12 weeks, something like that. Okay, but I think Hurst has high potential. And then I actually have a player from the Washington football team, probably the only player worth drafting in this league. Hey, Bryce Love deserves some love. (laughs) Terry McLaurin, who had a breakout rookie season. And then my defense, I'm I'm just going to like streamline my defense probably. So for this week, my defense, I have the Colts defense because they're playing the Jaguars, and I do not like the Jaguars. That's a good matchup. And my kicker is Greg Deleg Zerline for the Cowboys. Good pickup. Uh, my head coach for this week, because yes, we have head coaches in this league, is Frank Reich, the Colts head coach, because again, the Colts are playing the Jaguars. And then my bench is Cam Akers, running back for the Los Angeles Rams. He's a rookie. We'll see how uh, time he gets. Yeah, the one thing I have to say about Akers is he is going to be competing initially because McVay's trying to go by committee. Yeah, I don't know if he will. Uh, it's a he's a high ceiling kind of lower floor guy just because of that. Mm-hmm. And then I have AJ Green, who I took last year in this league and did nothing for me because he was supposed to only miss a week or two and then he missed the entire season. Uh, so I'm hoping that AJ Green rebounds this year. Uh, I have Ronald Jones, who who I mentioned uh, earlier in the dra- earlier in the. Uh, other league when I was talking about Fournette, Ronald Jones is going to be one of the two main running backs for Tampa Bay. Uh, my a wider receiver that I have that I think could do well this year is Jamison Crowder for the Jets because he's probably by default their best wide receiver because they really don't have just anyone at wide receiver. Uh, you know, maybe Perryman's good. We'll see. Uh, Marlon Mack is on my bench, running back for the Indianapolis Colts, who I think is going to play 
more than Jonathan Taylor, their rookie running back. I actually think Mac was a great pick, and I think if you can get him late in the draft, take him, absolutely. Mac, yes. Mac is their number one as listed on their depth chart. Yes. That one thing you got to look at, though, is – uh, it could be Taylor's job in the second half of the season when he gets more like, like pass protection and all that good stuff because he is a better runner than Mac. Mac has a great offensive line but still hasn't put up stellar numbers. Uh, but he's gonna have the advantage of pass. Oh, I'd say he he's put up stellar, work, but not though. star numbers. What? I would say he's he's put up stellar numbers but not star numbers. Yeah, he's put up okay. He's like a, was a thousand yard rusher for the first time last year. So that's that's really good. It's just uh, he's not as explosive as a Jonathan Taylor who did he set the rush the college rushing record Alex? I don't know if he did, but he came dang close. Yeah, he was a uh, I can go check almost had two thousand rushing yards in all three of his years. There. So Jonathan Taylor is a stud rusher. Not a great pass catcher. His hands like bricks like Stonehenge Henry, but it's something to monitor. Mac is great early on. A seal okay, for so I just confirmed it. So Taylor had Taylor's sixth all time in rushing yards, sixty-one seventy-four. All right, not bad for only probably, three years. Now that Sutton is probably going to miss Monday, I'm probably going to put McLaurin in the wide receiver two spot, and I'm probably going to put Mac as my flex for this week against Jacksonville. Marlon Mac. Uh, and then my backup QB is uh, one of the goats, Aaron Rodgers which I think was a pretty good backup QB pick. I think he was like my second to last pick, like besides defense and kicker and head coach. So I'll take him. And then I have as my final player, Nikhil Harry from the New England Patriots, who really did not do much last year and was injured. He was injured. And Tom Brady doesn't throw rookies apparently. Yeah. And we'll see what he can do this year with Cam Newton. And he was, he was a first round draft pick last year. So I figured, I could kind of take a flyer on him late. Yes, that's something that's wise to do in fantasy football, too. If you see a second-year wideout who might not produce his rookie year, because rookie wideouts don't always produce, look at the target in the later rounds, especially the role like Nikhil Harry, who's going to be starting, because they could break out. That's what we saw with, like, DJ Chark, for instance, last year, who finished as a – was wideout one for, like, the first, like, eight weeks of the season. So that's something to monitor. Yeah. All right, so we're going on to my team now. Um so my team, I would say I like this team a lot better than the team that I drafted in the auction draft. Um, but that might just be, you know, due to the players. It, it might just be that, you know, auction draft, like I didn't want to spend as much money. So I was able to get a lot better guys here and a lot more balanced roster. So my starting QB this week, and I've gone back and forth, is Matt Ryan, uh, QB out of Atlanta. Uh, my two running backs, um, I did kind of follow what I did in the auction draft with some of these things. So my two running backs, I have Saquon and Mark Ingram. Um, I really like Ingram. Uh, maybe that's just because I went to Maryland and I saw Ingram a lot during during the season because Baltimore was the featured game either on Fox or CBS, depending, uh, week to week. And obviously Saquon's one of the best running backs, if not the best running back in the league, other than uh, um, Christian McCaffrey. Uh, my wide receiver tandem, I finally got to do it. I got the Maryland boys together, uh, DJ Moore and Stefan Diggs. Love both of those guys. I'm expecting Diggs to have a lot more of a breakout year this year, but he might be limited to the fact that he's in Buffalo, so who knows. Um, tight end kept it the same as I did in my auction draft. Went, went, went with Mark Andrews to really think that he's good. Uh, my flex, I actually picked uh, – so Julio Jones is my flex, but I like he was the, he's obviously the best wide receiver out of all of them but I just wanted more and Diggs to be like my two starting guys and not have one of them be somewhere else. But Julio Jones is my other um, uh, wide receiver, obviously fantastic with the, with the Falcons and I'm expecting big things from him as, 
as most people always do when he's there. Uh, my defense, I went with the Vikings defense. Uh, they just got uh, Maryland boy in Gakwe, uh, Yannick, Yannick and Gakwe out of Jacksonville, Saxonville. So I'm expecting big things from that. Uh, my kicker, I picked the best kicker in NFL history. No, no question. Justin Tucker um, took him a little bit early because I wanted to make sure I got the absolute goat in Whoa. there. Justin Tucker. Whoa. No, Whoa. that's it's no, Adam that, Vinatieri. No, it's not. It's Justin Tucker. Get out of here. I, we're talking about kickers. It's Adam Vinatieri. No, it's Justin Tucker, most accurate kicker in NFL history, best kicker in NFL history. Baltimore, he never really had a chance to kick any game-winning kicks like Vinatieri did, but he doesn't need to because he's already better. And plus, he can sing opera, so dude's a goat. Um, and then my head coach, I obviously had to pick John Gruden um, out, of the, out of the Oakland Raiders. Um, they're definitely not in Las Vegas. Don't know why they built that Roomba stadium in Las Vegas. You know, no team's going to play there. Um, but yeah, John Gruden, just an absolute meme legend. Um, had to had to get him on the team. And then my bench, uh, it's 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 a little bit interesting, but I might change it over the course of the year. So I do have Jonathan Taylor, Indiana, um, uh, uh, Indianapolis's uh, running back um, out of Wisconsin. Did have a lot of um, uh, miles put on him at Wisconsin, so I'm going to monitor that. Uh, my other quarterback, the sexiest man in football, Jimmy G. I mean, I mean, I, I think that he's I, – I just kind of picked him up as, like, I needed a second QB, and I think he was good enough. I don't really think that he's that good, um, but who knows. Um, uh, my – I guess my last running back is Jordan Howard out of Miami. Should be their number one. Should get a lot of touches um, and a lot of yards. Uh, my three wideouts that I have on my bench, I have Jerry Judy, uh, with the Denver Broncos, just came out of Alabama in the draft. Really, really fast, should should be a, a big, deep threat and should provide a lot of scoring opportunities for Denver. Uh, Nicole Hardman, also a really fast guy out of Kansas City, um, almost as fast, if not faster, than Tyreek Hill. Um, obviously, with a guy like Mahomes throwing, um, throwing, throwing balls to his QB, and with six touchdowns having, uh, you know, Hardman having caught last year, I'm expecting uh, more production out of him. And then I went with Justin Jefferson out of Minnesota. Uh, obviously was, um, uh, was under Joe Burrow's uh, quarterback ship at, at LSU last year. Had an amazing year. Might be because of Burrow. Might just be because he's really good. I think that he's really good. And I think that he's the best wide receiver um, I, I mean, this is a hot take, but I thought he was the best wide receiver in the in the draft class this year. I know that obviously Judy and Ruggs are um, are both amazing out, out, of, out of Alabama, and Alabama knows how to produce wideouts. So, um, and then my last tight end, I went with T.J. Hawkinson out of Detroit. I was really skeptical about this pick. I needed another tight end. I don't really know how I feel about Hawkinson because he did have season-ending surgery last year, I believe, on his ankle, and also he's in Detroit. So, like, why trust anyone from Detroit? But he is on there as a backup, so I will let, – let's see what happens. But, Noah, let's go on to your team. Oh, uh, also, by the way, I'm currently doing a dynasty draft also at this very moment. So, yeah, so, we're, so we will be talking about dynasty leagues in just a second, but we did want to make yes. sure – but we did want to make sure that we got through all of our leagues – Yep, and this is the team that's projected to win the championship, by the way, according to ESPN. So just okay, to show us okay, that's okay, okay. Uh, okay. ESPN rankings for that are awful, but okay, go. Okay. I'm a champ. Uh, so okay, at he's QB, a champ. Uh, Carson Wentz, uh, he's uh, – I don't view him as, like, uh, the guy, same guy in 2017. He's not as mobile. Or mm-hmm. – yeah, 2017. It's definitely no, it's definitely not as mobile. But he's still a guy who should be like it? a fringe QB1 every year. Who? Uh, at, uh, what? 
Who was the guy you were signing? Carson Wentz. Oh, okay. Uh, after that, I have uh, Christian McCaffrey. There's nothing to say about there. He's probably not going to be RB1 or the number one player in fantasy. This is usually happen back-to-back years, but he should still be a top player. Uh, after that, I have uh, Chris Carson, a player I normally want to draft, but this year I've been going for the philosophy. Get, get the players that are not as uh, liked. So Pete Carroll seems to love him, so he's worth a shot. After that, DeAndre Hopkins, who's just got a big extension in Arizona. Normally I try to avoid uh, wideouts when they change teams, but it just happened to be a good value for Hopkins. After that, DK Metcalf, uh, who, again, we, I spoke about earlier, and so did Jason. After that, I have Travis Kelsey, uh, who's going to try to have his fifth straight thousand-yard receiving uh, year for uh, uh, for a tight end, which would be uh, um, like amazing. And it'll be it's weird to see that Kansas City has two great all-time great tight ends, and Tony Gonzalez and Kelsey. Uh, but yeah, Kelsey's uh, one of the safest picks you can have. As long as he doesn't get hurt, you should be good. Now, falling back to players I would not normally get, uh, Le'Veon Bell. It's just because no one really likes him, so you can get him pretty cheap at the moment. He's a starting back, and his only competition is a 36-year-old going on uh, Social Security, uh, Frank Gore. What? Adam Gase might put Frank Gore in a lot. I, I, I know Adam Gase might. Defense is it's the Chargers defense. They play Cincinnati. What can QB? Uh, kicker, Jake Elliott for kickers. If you do that, just try to find kickers on good offenses that might not be good in the red zone. Eagles offense, don't have a power back. Jake Elliott makes sense. Head coach, one of the greatest coaches and one of the most criminally underrated coaches in his career, Andy Reid, always producing playoff teams. Might not be the most clutch, might not have this great clock management, or can call timeouts at the proper time. But you know what? Big Red, he makes a fun offense. That's all that matters. After that, I have uh, David Montgomery. Uh, he's uh, had that big groin injury, but he seems healthy now. Uh, after that, J.K. Dobbins, who has, again, the chance in the second half of the season to take Ingram's job. But it's, you look more for him in year two. Uh, Brandon Cooks, who, again – he could have a big role in the Houston offense as they look to replace Hopkins, Alexander Madison, a uh, good handcuff for Dalvin Cook because Dalvin Cook has an injury history. And also uh, he's in a contract dispute right now. After that, Preston Williams, who was uh, actually doing really well before he tore his ACL last year. Uh, he's playing New England, so not a good start now. Latavius Murray, another handcuff, and Chase Edmonds. And, yeah, Max Dowell had uh, running backs in this league. I'm not allowed to know more. I would. But I'm not because it's rigged against me and my love for running backs. No, running it's backs not, win no, it's not rigged against you. You, you really got a. I also, I 100% disagree with it. That is the most, this, this, this might be a hot take here, but that is the oh, most the dumb thing ever. That, that, what is that? Oh, yeah, yeah my other jacket. That is the most statement ever that running backs win championships because you can 100% win a championship with, like, two RB2s and a couple of wide receiver ones. Yes, you could, but RB depth makes it easier. If you have a good – like, you can – it's easier to get a good wide out than a good running back this year. It doesn't matter if it's easier. It's that you can absolutely win with the running backs. Yes, yes. Running backs do win championships. It makes it easier. McCaffrey did it last year. So, not always. In Dynasty, I'm going wide out. Running back because they last long. In single season, running backs are more important. Yeah, and we'll discuss that yeah, in just a second. Yeah, talk about your dynasty. 
Oh, no, 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 no. I want to go oh, over Mike's team. Okay, okay. so Mike's okay. team. So to finish it up, uh, Mike's team is the Notre Dame Fighting Irish, um, easily not even close to being one of the best teams in college football. Um, that's that. That's not a hot overrated. take. That's just a take. Overrated, yeah. Oh, 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 yeah, no, they're extremely overrated. And they've been overrated since the 90s, but that's another thing. Uh, so Mike's quarterback, he has Deshaun Watson playing tonight against the Kansas City Chiefs for, for the Houston Texans. Really, really good. Um, uh, you know, poor man get paid again. Dude, dude, dude got his dude got his payday, deservedly so. I believe in the offseason, right? He got his he got his extension payday. Am I am I saying that correctly? Who? Deshaun Watson. He got his extension in the Yeah, offseason. he got yeah, he got his That's what I thought. Yes. Um uh so his two running backs, he has Dalvin Cook out of Minnesota, who should be one of the best running backs out this year, and James Connor should uh Pittsburgh's number one. Um both of those guys very, very stellar. It's a very good team so far. Um, his his wideouts, you know, they might suffer a little bit, but I think still very solid. Um, Robert Woods, um, again, uh, worst jerseys in the league, the Los Angeles Rams, and DJ Chark out of Jacksonville. Yeah. L- little bit skeptical with Chark because I don't know how good Minshew's going to be. And Minshew – I do was... think Doug Marone's a really good coach, though. Okay. Wait, what? Okay. No, Doug Marone, right? No, no. You can't, he's trying to slide that in there. He knows I don't like but Doug I Marone. I do like Doug Marone. I think that no. Adam Gase you, gets We can fired. argue about this tomorrow. Wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. no. Okay. I, I know we're doing an AFC podcast, but he's the most overrated coach in football. He's abandoned the Buffalo Bills. He goes to Jacksonville. He's not abandoned the Bills. He blames on other players. He's going to get the most out of his players. He blew a, a great situation in Jacksonville. He had so many talented players no, in all he's league. A really good coach. Uh, Jacksonville, I, I do have to say, Jacksonville, fantastic city. Love the stadium. Oh man, Jacksonville is so much fun. Love Jacksonville. Uh, so Freebird. What? I was kidding. I said Freebird because they played it at the Jaguars games. Oh yeah, and they also anytime that they can, they try to get in Duval because they're Jacksonville, and I'm like, you know what? Like, if you have him, if you have, you know, if you have it, do it. It doesn't matter to me. Uh, his tight end, uh, very good tight end, George Kittle, out of the uh, San Francisco 49ers. Um, Flex, uh, running back Joe Mixon out of the Cincinnati Bengals. We've already talked about Mixon for a little bit. Um, uh, has, has some more Steelers flair at the end of his starters as of right now. Has the Steelers defense. And uh, Tomlin's still the Steelers head coach, right? I'm not going oh, crazy about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Steelers, though. I want to give a quick shout-out to Ryan Shazier, who overcame the odds to walk again, who after he got injured a few years ago, he just decided to retire from the NFL yesterday. Uh, so, right. The shout-out should be his retirement. Shout-out should be what he did. Uh, yeah. Then, so, yeah. Well, 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 no. It, it shout-out shout out to Shazier, not for retiring, but on, but yeah, on coming back from literally getting, again. like, yeah. like Almost paralyzed yes. by Vontez Perfect, who's a piece of garbage human being. No, no, it was like some, it was like Josh Malone or something, or some like wide receiver. No, something. I thought it was Perfect, right? That was no, because Chase Year's a defender, so what an offender. Oh, oh, then who the hell did Perfect like destroy? It was like some Bengals. He killed. Like, he he destroyed so many players. Like, he killed Antonio Brown. Oh, like, that's what I'm thinking killed of. Antonio Brown. That's what I'm thinking of. Sorry. Uh, okay, Vontez Perfect, yeah, bad human being. Chase Year for overcoming the odds. Yeah. And you know, uh, deserved retirement, and and I'm glad. Yes, absolutely. I, I hope he's going to have a great post football career, um, and everyone hopes the best for him. Uh, his kicker, um, one of two kickers that um, uh, that Mike has chosen to get for reasons we don't know why, 
uh, Matt Prater of the Lions. Again, a lot of Lions flavor here. So um, to finish off his team on the bench, we have Sterling Shepard, uh, wide receiver for the Giants. Marvin Jones, wide receiver for the Lions. Uh, Tom Brady, that washed-up QB for the Buccaneers, who's probably not going to do anything, but who knows, um, which, which, which is probably a bad take because Brady's probably going to do things. That's, uh, that's the GOAT you're talking about. Yeah. I, don't, I don't care if it's the GOAT. There's only one GOAT, and his name is Brandon Lau, and he's not even a football player. So, um, Is he still struggling? Yeah, yeah he's, yeah, he's two for his last 30, but that's another take for another day. He's yeah, this is a fantasy football podcast. Yeah, 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 that's fine, that's fine. That's fine. Wait, say it again? Wait, he's two for his last 30, Lauas. Uh-huh. Yeah, I just wanted you to say it again. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> oh, yeah, and the fact – oh, no, I'm not going to get into this. We can get into this post-pod. Um, uh, let's see, to finish off his bench, we have Hunter Henry, uh, tight end for the Chargers. Uh, Naheem Hines, running back for the Colts. The Saints defense and the goat, the uh, the goggle wearing uh, god Rodrigo Blankenship of the Indianapolis Colts and formerly the University of Georgia. So out of these, uh, excluding out, he no, he's a he's a god because he was a god in college. It's a whole meme. It's don't worry about it. Um, out of the teams, so the three teams that aren't ours, uh, which teams do we like the most in terms of the in terms of the makeup of the teams? I'm going to take the Noah route. I'm going to go with my team is the best by far this time around. All right, let me go check. I want to I wanna make sure I can check everyone's team. I like my team a lot. Um, I also don't want the Maryland flavor to really kill me because I don't know if it will or not. Um, I, do, I don't like Lynch's team, to be honest. I think that it might be a little bit too much top-heavy. Uh, I, I don't know how I feel about his wideouts. Um, I like your, um, I, I like your, uh, your, your two running backs. I like Hilaire and Jacobs. Um, and let me just check through it. Uh, Max going to be a good option as their one. Hurst was a really good pickup. Uh, don't know how I feel about McLaurin. Really like Thielen. Um, yeah, yeah. Your team, your your team is really solid. It's a very solid mm-hmm. team. Not going to Noah's team. Um, the best team. No, no. But. Just because just because you say you're the best doesn't mean that you are the best. Um, let's see Noah's team just so I can pull this up for everyone so we can get these good good takes. Yeah, Bayless would probably call your team a losing caliber. Alex, you would be my uh, second best team, by the way. I would say you're the second best. By the way. I, I like my team. I don't know if it's the best team. Your but team has a really good floor. There's a really good – all with your only issues, maybe RB2 if Ingram moves the job quickly and Taylor doesn't seize the job immediately. Yeah, that's but then you true. still have Jordan Howard. You should get goal line touches. I see. I yeah. like I like Noah's running backs and wideouts, and I like Kelsey. I don't know about well, the yeah, so, because I don't like Wentz. Well, but I I think this is QB though. I, I know, but everything like, else is good. Like like Noah has a I, I, his. What about the fact that look. Noah runs the team though, and we cannot trust Noah for a second? Yeah, but so so the way that I would see it is that I think that. That that oh, no, would not be happy with you, Noah. No, Noah, Noah has a bench that's lacking, but has good starting wideouts, good starting running backs, and has a good starting tight end. I also think that Jason has good starting wideouts and a or has a really really good top part and has and has a very good bench. I don't like Mike's personally because I don't think that you need an extra defense and an extra kicker. Um, so I think that that suffers. I think that my team again. I think my team is decent. My bench is is lacking a little bit, but I also put a lot of faith in some rookies. And I also think I, I don't know about Hawkinson. I kind of took him on a whim. But I like I like I, I think my team is solid. I don't think it's great. 
Like, I think that my running backs definitely lack, but I really like my wide receivers. What are you playing? What are you playing, Jason? That's not copyright. Dude, man, we can't copyright stuff, Jason. You can't play that. It's not copyrighted. Who was that? Skip Bayless. I don't want to listen to anything Skip Bayless. No. It's Tim Tebow's song. All he, all I do is win. No, I don't want to listen to anything Tim Tebow. <laughs> Tim Tebow, what, what a, what all a. All he does is win. I mean, I don't, I don't know about that, considering that he's ner- currently not in the league right now. But I mean, you know. It was something they played on ESPN when when Skip Bayless was there. Of course it's on it. But, yeah, so I'm trying to think. So, Noah, do you want to talk about your Dynasty League for a little bit? Oh. Or, like, or, or, like, about, like, Dynasty football, you know, like, Dynasty Leagues in general, so, and then yeah. uh, before we kind of So, complete. Dynasty Leagues, basically, you're running a franchise. Like, you can run it multiple ways. Sometimes there's practice squads and all that stuff. But normally you have one big startup tra- draft, and then you're basically like a general manager of the team. The only way a player leaves your team is they one retire, so don't make them pissed off, I guess, so they retire on you. Uh, the other way is if they, uh, what's it called? Uh, sorry, I'm also drafting at the same time. Uh, another thing is if you release them or trade them, uh, and you always have to like there's a rookie draft, so it's usually five six rounds or something like that. Um, rookie drafts are usually pretty fun. Uh, you could trade for a lot of draft picks. So let's say if you're struggling one year, it still gives you incentive to watch the young players. And also rebuild. For instance, I have a league with Jason. I like to call it the Herschel Walker trade, where he traded away his entire future and then some. I basically own his future because he traded uh, six first-round picks, six seconds, uh, and George Kittle and Daryl Henderson for like Tom Brady, Ezekiel Elliott, Devontae Adams, uh, Jamison Crowder, and Golden Tate. He's going to win now. I'm going long-term. There's multiple ways to play it. If your team starts slow, you can rebuild. Mine was a Jurassic rebuild. And the tra- there's a draft lot of balls thing, but you can do it multiple ways. You can run it like a franchise, which is really fun. And you're investing in these players. But, but I drafted Chase Claypool and Van Jefferson this year in the third round in the rookie draft, who are going to be awesome. Well, that's, that's the, well, we'll see. I don't know if they'll be awesome, to be honest. But well, they're young rookie wide receivers. It's like there's a lot of changes, players that break out, but it gives you good knowledge of the players entering the NFL first time, uh, and it's fun to see how they develop. It's another aspect than just saying oh, I want to win, have a win now team. We can have a long term view as well. So for instance, your team could be 0 and 7, but you could be rooting on the of your players getting good and breaking out near the end of the season. So that's something uh, I uh, thoroughly enjoy from Dynasty. Yeah. There's always there's always dynasty sleepers and stuff and darlings. Uh, yeah, and dynasty league. I know, but dynasty leagues in general are really interesting. I know that, like I see the only reason why I did these leagues this year is because I wanted to do it with you guys. I don't necessarily want to do fantasy football anymore, and that's just me. And I might change my opinion over time, but like I, I just I, I don't know. I don't find the same joy in it as I did when I was in high school and or the early years of college. Things obviously might change because things always change, and who knows. Um, but I think we pretty much addressed everything. I know that there's going to be sleepers and there's going to be some duds for this year, and I think that we addressed a lot of them during right. this. But uh, wait, wait, hold on. I got oh, one shout out, though. Okay, one shout out for and, Noah. Well, no, not for me. No, I got to oh. give a shout out. The shout player out. finally get, against the, or get to mention. Who? No one's giving credit to Anthony Miller. He's uh, my fantasy Stop darling it. this year. No, no, Stop I'm, I'm serious. 
He's going to have a massive – the Chicago uh, Bears offense might not look – Oh, the, the, the Chicago Bulls role. offense. Is that what I heard? Yes, yeah, Chicago <laughs> – uh, it's, it's a long day, okay? Yeah, yeah one of the happy. worst teams in the NBA, the Chicago Bulls. But, get out uh, of here. Anthony Miller is going to get a sizable role. He doesn't have a, that much competition uh, for targets, and he performs really well in the second half with Mitchell Tabriski. So even though Tabriski is the QB, you can have confidence that Miller is going to greatly outperform his uh, ADP. And uh, my bold prediction for this year is he finishes as a low-end wide receiver too. So that that's from like – 24 to like 20 range. That's my bold prediction. You can hold me to it. Make fun of me if it doesn't happen. I had one year I said the Browns are going to win, make the playoffs. They went 0 16. So sometimes you can be wrong, but own up to your mistakes. That's true. That's true. I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go for or against that. I mean, I guess we'll just see as as the I season goes on. Time Miller. I, I don't know about that, but we we will see as the season goes by. But I think that's pretty much it for our fantasy football Nagy podcast. Might be fired by the Bears. Who? Nagy? I could see it. Oh well, yeah. Who knows? Who knows? I mean, I mean, he did. I mean, he he was the he was the victimized coach of the double doink. So you know, you know, that might come back to haunt him in due time. But I think that's pretty much it for this fantasy football show um obviously uh happy football to those that are watching as we are recording this tonight uh thursday september 10th 2019 the beginning of the 2020 right before or, sorry thursday night 2020 football. sorry september 10th 2020 the beginning of the 2020 nfl season that's that's the wrong one because it's on nbc and, and you gotta sing the stupid carrie underwood song which i don't like at all like i like, like that song no i like carrie underwood like i'm I fine i just don't like that song it was better when faith hill did it no nah, they but no no they're both bad great country singers great not a, not a big fan of country but great singers i just don't like the song because it's unnecessary but again, I'm probably just by I'm probably just have a weird view All because right, Thursday night where <laughs> yeah uh, yeah great uh, so yeah so thanks to everyone for listening um, go football tonight go Chiefs go Texans whoever you support go Toronto Argonauts if you're a CFL fan go DC Defenders if you're an XFL fan which is definitely going to return in 2021 um, and then if you're a college football fan uh, don't because they shouldn't be playing this year uh, hot hot take. They, they shouldn't be playing. Or maybe they should be playing. Who knows? Go I, Sam Donald. What? Go Sam Donald. Yeah, go Sam Donald. But, yeah, thanks to, thanks to everyone for listening. Um, make sure to listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all that good stuff. Follow us on Twitter at SportsLuck1. Um, you like, share, comment. Let us know how we can do better. And, yeah, from all of us, and I know that Mike's, you know, here in spirit as always, but Mike's a busy guy and he's been a busy guy. Stay safe, stay healthy, wear a mask, and we will talk to you guys for the 2020 Sports Luck NFL season preview show in a couple days. Peace.